Welcome to Season 3, Episode 4 of The MN Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. And I'm Stephen Cook. So? I hate, I hate everyone and everything. I hate <laughs> everyone and everything. It's hard not to. I'm, I'm not happy. But, but look on the bright side. Uh, okay. It's Rocktober. <laughs> that doesn't make me any happier. It makes me actually less. If I was unhappy two seconds ago, I'm less. I'm more unhappy now. Now you're making me unhappier. Rocktober. I don't want to hear at Malibu I don't hear Beach that. Club. Um, I don't. Even, I don't even know what that means, but it doesn't make. What is this happy. big Long Island bar? Um, yeah, it's hard not to I absolutely... I thought Long Island itself was one big bar. <laughs> it's really hard not to hate everyone and anything right now. I know. I mean, things you are, can start with... Things are looking bleak. You can start with the Senate Judiciary Committee. You can, there was, like, this explosion of anti-Semitism in the last few days. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, the two incidents in the Northeast. Is Virginia considered in the Northeast? No. No, Mid-Atlantic uh, states. And the... In the mid, well, from the mid Atlantic up, and yeah, it, two incidents. I two, wouldn't call it an explosion, but it's not good. Then you had the senior senator from Iowa saying that Ugh. George Soros is paying protesters in who are coming up to the Senate to protest the way he Which, and all of his cracker friends have handled the uh, Kavanaugh the, and Christine Blasey Ford can matter. I tell you, and then you Can't had Rudy Giuliani, who was the mayor of, I believe, the second largest Jewish city in the world. Um, I think it's the first. No, isn't Tel Aviv the first? More Jews in Tel Aviv. I think we have more Jews here than Tel Aviv. In New York, oh, no, there's more Jews in Tel Aviv? Nah. I, th- I think so. I think it has so, the most right. synagogues it's, in the world. It, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a close second, if, uh, if Whatever. I think they're saying that, the neck. Saying that George Soros... Is a Holocaust? Who is this Holocaust survivor? Is the Antichrist, and that his assets should be frozen. Well, he didn't say. He retweeted somebody's, some anti-Semite's tweet. Anyway, retweets don't equal endorsements. (laughs) (laughs) Which is utter, which is utter nonsense. They absolutely. I know. Seriously, if you're if you're retweeting if you're retweeting if you're retweeting something, unless you're writing, this is the worst thing I've ever seen, and I hate every word of this tweet that I'm retweeting. Then it's an endorsement. If you're retweeting with no comment, it's an endorsement. But can I tell you what bothers me the most about this George Soros thing? Yes. I mean, obviously, like the anti-Semitic dog whistling is Mm -hmm. nicht gut, as we would say. Yeah. The part that really galls me, where is our fucking money? I know. If he's, I if said he's invoice so after much cash, invoice after invoice. I mean, I understand that Mia doesn't get paid, but, no, but we us, get paid. Lauren gets, we all get if paid. He's, if he's laying out so much cash, where's ours? <laughs> I mean, I've not done a fair amount like of protesting. To, you know, we have done more than our share. For, for crying out loud, I'm wearing a shirt right now. That says Caucasians with the Washington Redskins emblem. Look at that. Uh, this is a protest. That's awesome. Itself. I'm wearing my Cheerios to, t-shirt, but I'm gonna. I'll wear my I Caucasians. Maddie's got a softball game. I'm gonna wear my Caucasians t-shirt. I had to pay for this shirt. Nobody bought it for me. Nobody. I can't invoice George Soros. Have him pay for my for my. Not protest only wear. is he paying for for protests, he's sent, telling people he's gonna pay them, but then he reneges. What a cheap Jew. That sounds... Oof. 
That is cheap. That is a cheap Jew. Oh, my I've never, God. I've never received one red cent, or shall I say, I've never received any shekels. No shekels from my, George Soros. For, from George Soros. And that angers me. <laughs> now I'm angry. What the now hell? Now I'm angry. What the hell? Uh, yeah, this is crazy. Oh, my God. It's crazy. I'm... Yeah, the Kavanaugh thing obviously makes everybody angry. Well, not everybody. I think there's some people who are really happy. Oh, yeah, the minority of people who vote for those crackers on the Judiciary Committee who just approved it. What? Is it wrong to say that I would love to to watch somebody throttle Lindsey Graham? (laughs) Is that wrong? (laughs) No, it's not wrong. Is is that wrong? He has rapidly moved up the list of most punchable. I mean, Mitch McConnell, though. But Mitch like, McConnell that, is way, is, is tops the list. With I mean, that, that guy with, has done with, so much damage that, to the United States of America. It's totally it's up. It's true. I mean, he bas- he's the one who stole the Garland seat. And yeah. he's the one who has pushed through... Uh, pushed through... Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. And then he the arrogance in Hoover's forget. yesterday of saying that... The protesters and people opposed to Kavanaugh have given a gift to the GOP. And, of course, the mainstream media right. has taken up this narrative. And I, I hate what that. What it does is it, it creates this, in a way, that you can see how it can create a momentum. If everybody in the mainstream media is saying, oh, the GOP is really energized. Exactly. It might depress the previously energized Democrats. I mean, oh, it's my self-fulfilling God. Self-fulfilling prophecy. And self-fulfilling it's like prophecy. based on one or two polls. But it's really something that's been concocted by Republican operatives to get out there into the mainstream. You've seen this a exactly. million gazillion times. And it works. Yep. And it works every time. We're like such suckers. And we're like, oh, I guess it's not going to happen, so I'm going to stay home and not vote. Alex Wagner. That's the opposite of what should happen. Alex Wagner had Everybody a tremendous amount of respect for she, She's now a co-host of The Circus. Which is she uh, does with John Heilman. She used to be on MSNBC. I was on her show a bunch, and she went out to Missouri to interview the Missouri. The Missouri is it Missouri? Or Missouri, Missouri, Missouri Attorney General who's Missouri. running against Claire McCaskill, and she asked him about this. And he's the Republican candidate, and he's like, "Oh yes, of course. It's completely Kavanaugh's completely energized the Republican base." Well, of course. Uh-huh. What, what do you think he's going to say? So, oh, no. oh my! So let's basically, when we're talking though, when we're talking about Mitch McConnell, let's also not forget what he said at the beginning of Obama's first term. Yes, he said his main goal was to make sure that Obama was a one-term president, exactly, and that he was going to oppose any initiative, everything coming out of that White House. I mean, so when you talk how, about like can, you can't get much and, more destructive than that. Both sides, blah blah blah. Don't give me the both sides. Yeah, exactly. I mean, come on, you and I, you you and I have said this over and over again. But this guy needs to go away. He needs to go away. Ugh, so. But gross. he's not going anywhere. No, nope. he's not going anywhere. You know no. what? We're the they, ones. And, there, and there's no away. way the house, there's no way the Senate's gonna it's gonna change hands. I just don't see it. I feel I feel sick. Heidi Heitkamp is twelve it. points down. She voted against Kavanaugh. Uh, she didn't uh, vote against him. Uh, yeah, she did. Heidi Heitkamp from North Dakota. Oh, that's right. Who, yeah, yeah. No, I'm. No, Susan him, Collins. Uh, no, not Susan Collins. She voted for him. She and did. No, Lisa Murkowski voted present. Murkowski, who who voted present? Yeah, right. Because you know she didn't want profile and courage. The the, the the senator from uh, 
Montana, who the guy who's at his daughter's daughter wedding or something. Yeah, so you don't have to leave to vote here. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna offset your vote. That's that's nice. I like that kind of bipartisanship. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, let's just break down the Kavanaugh thing for one second. No, you have two white privileged people, two white privileged successful people, and basically, you and me. (laughs) We talking about you and me? You're white. Yeah. You're privileged. Yeah. And. But 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 you are a Jew. <laughs> I'm, a Jew. A, I'm a Jew. I'm a Jew. Is George Soros paying for this podcast? Why not? Come on. We, I'd love to get some Soros sponsorship in here. That would be phenomenal. I would totally wear a shirt that says George Soros paid for this shirt. <laughs> totally. Those are our next shirts. Oh my yeah. God. George. Paid yeah. for by George Soros. Paid for by exactly. Uncle George Soros. By George Soros. I went to the protests in Washington, D.C., and all George Soros gave me was his lousy t shirt. <laughs> I'm wearing that forever. Mm, we got to get those t shirts. We yeah, definitely. Where's your friend who makes these t shirts? Yeah, okay. I'll get it taken care of. Come on. Should we get a That's... picture of him with like a really long nose? Oh, that would be even better. <laughs> we'll just like take. We'll take some picture. We'll take a like a caricature that was from you know Der Sturmer or something. You know, <laughs> I mean, some why, why not? Why not? I mean, this is what's happening in yeah. the United States anyway. Just talk to Chuck Grassley and Rudy Giuliani. We should send them those shirts too. Could you imagine how Giuliani would freak out if someone said something about you know Italian Americans in the about mob like, and stuff like that? Or said something. If it's like someone on the left said something disparaging about about Italian Americans in there. Propensity to be mobbed up or something, or or about you know we should get do away with Columbus Day and change it to Indigenous right. People's Day. Right, I think Rudy's head would explode. <laughs> I will say I've said it before and I will say it again. He was the most hated man in New York on September tenth, two thousand one. Yeah, most hated and right now too. Yeah, oh no, no doubt. But like form. you know, he became America's mayor. If if yeah. September eleventh had never happened, he would have. Gone into he he would have left office and gone into the political wilderness because he wouldn't have had Giuliani control. Suddenly, because the city was attacked, he became some yeah, expert on became, security. He was the moron who, against the advice <laughs> of all these people, put the New York City Emergency Operations Center in the World Trade Center. They said that's not a good place for it. Which, in hindsight, was a tremendous error. Unbelievable! So Unbelievable. Yeah, these guys are yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, so you were saying, I'm I was sorry. Saying, so we have two, these two, two privileged, privileged people. Two privileged people, not us. Not us. Go on. Um, a female and a male. And uh-huh. they both went to, you know, prep schools and good colleges. And, right. And, and I, I would point out that Brett Kavanaugh had to tell everybody that he worked his butt off and that Yale's the best law school in the country. Of course, I believe he's actually a legacy at Yale, but whatever. Anyway. His grandfather went there, but okay. that's neither here nor there. So, but it go, it speaks to the privilege aspect of it, and the members, the Republican members of the House Judiciary Committee and the Republican yeah. members of the Senate basically uh-huh. chose to believe him over her. They just said, "We're just going to believe him. We're right. not going to." I mean, just it, it just it's so blatant that his word is better than hers. 
Yes, of course, there's a presumption of innocence in this country, but there's also a presumption that there's going to be a, a, a thorough a investigation, an area of the issues. But there was there not. was not. I mean, it's it's clear that the FBI investigation was not thorough. I'm not going to say it's a sham, although it probably is a sham. Bob Menendez said it was yeah. bullshit. He's also problematic. Well, he is problematic because he is uh, <laughs> corrupt. Yeah. But still. Wrong. But, yes, it was not. So let's just say I would suggest that his credibility on this is actually pretty good. Because someone who's been investigated for corruption <laughs> knows a bullshit investigation when they That's see true. one, right? Look, I'm, I'm just they, saying. they gave it a week. They gave it a week. <laughs> the investigation lasted, what, four days? They didn't even talk to week. her. They didn't talk to her. They, they didn't, didn't talk, talk to, him. to him. Putting aside the he said versus she said. Yeah. Because... You know, people will never truly... Everybody has their opinion about that. Putting that aside, his behavior (laughs) at the hearing (laughs) and his blatant lies, his blatant lying to the committee... I like beer. I mean, yeah, I like beer is, you know, funny and stupid. But, like, his lying about what the year... What the yearbook meant, his temperament, like some a a rational and neutral observer could say, this guy's freaking unhinged <laughs> and should not be he on the Supreme Court. Unhinged or not, and partisan. Or not, it's payback for the Clintons. It's a left wing conspiracy. I mean, that's nuts. Nuts. And that's if why anybody ex- if if anybody expects him to be an impartial jurist, I mean. Do we really think that that's going to happen? And Does of course, anybody really expect that he's not going to carry this grudge? And of course, for the, rest the idea of his life? that he the idea that he ever would be is a sham. No, this is a guy who is vetted by the Federalist Society. He is a right wing GOP judicial operative. That's it. That's yeah, why that's he's on the is. list, not because he's a brilliant jurist or anything like that, no. but because he's no. has the views. That are going to advance let the me, agenda of the right wing. It's not. It's, let me ask you. Yes. Let me ask you a question. I like beer. I know you like beer, but I let me ask don't. you a different I question. I like locks. Uh, I, I know you like locks too, but hold on. We'll get back to that in a minute. <laughs> let me ask you a question. If Brett Kavanaugh had the same credentials that he had, let's say he was a progressive ideologue, right? And he was put before, and he was nominated for the Supreme Court and put up in front of the Judiciary Committee for, you know, for to consent to advise and consent on the president's uh, nomination. And Christine Blasey Ford came forward and said he tried to rape her. And somebody came forward with the same allegations. Right. What would this look like? What would that have looked like? The shit show in reverse. I don't know if it would have been reversed well, because I don't see a lot of Democrats standing up no, and saying, true. no, this that's, is... That's absolutely true. 20 years ago, though, when Bill Clinton was accused yeah. of terrible things, the left and feminist closed ranks around him. That would not happen today because no. just look at because Al Franken. Look at what happened to Al Franken. Exactly. That's Al exhibit Franken. A. But yeah. the Republicans and, would be screaming bloody murder that he's not fit for the court. And if he went before them and said it's a right-wing smear job, they would be going bananas. Right. So what would happen in that in that scenario? His nomination would have been withdrawn. Uh, exactly. He would not go he would not be seated. Withdrawn. Totally withdrawn. No. Yeah. No. No. So 
The hypocrisy is is rank. You know, and this is what's going to happen. And okay. I, this is not my idea. I was having lunch with my friend uh-huh. Hussein, which, as we've discussed before, because I do have a friend named Hussein with whom I break bread, I must be anti-American sounds, and, and hate freedom. He sounds vaguely anti-American. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hussein is, who is incredibly, I mean, I, I think probably the most well-read person in Washington. More so, more so. People talk about Mattis having read like thousands of books. I, I, I actually think that Hussein rivals this. Anyway, so we were having lunch. He said to me, "You know," he said, "Kavanaugh's absolutely going to get confirmed." And he said, "And then at a time, the the next time, the Democrats hold the White House, the Senate, and the House. Yeah. And we don't think it's going to be this midterm. It's not going to be right." Uh, it won't, I don't think the Senate's going to change hands. The House very well met. Um, but he said uh-huh. the next time they hold all three um, of those branches, branches. Yeah. they're going to expand the court. And they're going to make right. the argument That's that you have about. basically the court as it's composed now is illegitimate. Garland is sitting in a stolen he, seat. There are credible allegations yeah. that Kavanaugh uh, yeah. sexually assaulted Christine Blasey Ford. You have two and presidents who've and, per- and perjured himself. You have two presidents yeah. who did not win the popular vote who are responsible for four right. of those seats. Um, and that it's manifestly, it's manifestly it. illegitimate. And, and this will be an argument that um, is, is a perfectly reasonable argument when the White House, the House of Representatives and the Senate are all held by, by Democrats. And that, that will okay. likely be the remedy. It's reasonable. Mm-hmm. But what bothers me is that things have become so partisan that when this is attempted, or if this is attempted, this will be seen, again, by the Republicans as illegitimate. So we're going to be doing more damage to our institutions. Look, I I think it's the right thing to do, but all I'm saying is if we have people running on... I want to impeach President Trump, and I want to impeach Justice Kavanaugh. Ugh. Like how, Jerry Nadler, how that, shut the fuck up! How Did you does, see that? How does that help? How does that Look, help our? I think our system? institutions because have been delegitimized already, and I think yes. But the pro- the problem is if one side automatically thinks that the other side is illegitimate. No, 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 no. I, I agree with you, except for the I fact that the, overturning everything. Basically, Judge Kavanaugh's our age. And he can be on, yeah. sit on the court for the next 30 years. That's going to fundamentally alter the country. And I think that yes. that's – but I think that the Democrats running now on either impeachment of Trump or right. impeachment or investigation of Kavanaugh of when Kavanaugh. they take over the House. Yeah. Jerry Nadler, who if, they, if the Democrats take over the House, will be the chair of the House Judiciary Committee – already having yeah. news conferences promising to investigate Kavanaugh is so dumb. Just shut Nadler, up. Say that Jerry to Nadler's all your other Democrat Democratic friends, but don't have yeah. a fr- don't say it to the press. Jerry Nadler is my congressman. Is he? Call yeah. him up and be like, dude, we totally we're totally supportive. But shut up. Yeah. Every now sure everybody somebody, in I'm Iowa sure. is gonna vote or something. Who the hell knows? I'm sure somebody yeah, I'm sure somebody has told that to him. It's kind of dumb. try anyway. Yeah, do it. No, seriously. Yeah. You should call and say, look, I'm totally on board with it, but it doesn't seem to me a month out 
when yeah. when they're trying to change the narrative and and give Republicans reason to come out and vote, that you should be saying something like that. Man. And that you know, that plays right into their hands, actually. And yeah. the mainstream media picks that shit up. Right. And right. This is how we de-energize our base and re-energize theirs. Well, it's. I think it's calculated to keep the energy of the of the left of the you know that they're going to well, do this. But they, part, then you're going to take a whole group of independents, independents, yeah. and say, hmm, you know, this has been tawdry. It has undermined our yeah. institutions. I'm not going to vote, or I'm going to, you know, vote for the Republican dude. Which I can't. It's hard right, for just, me to imagine at this point. But look, you know, we live in this bubble, so I don't buy that. We we always talk about that. I don't buy that. We well, live everybody in a lives in their everybody own bubble. Everybody lives in a bubble. Everybody is in their own bubble. And to say like the people in the middle of the country who don't see people of color, or right, right, they live in their bubble too. I mean, they're in a bubble too. But you know what? I like. I prefer my bubble. To I, I have bubble. a friend who told me about his sister-in-law who lives on the top of a mountain in Vermont. Hasn't seen a brown person. Yeah. There's not a brown person within like 50 miles, and she spends half her day on Facebook railing about immigration. <laughs> really? Yeah. So that's yeah. a bubble. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Everybody's in there. Everybody's own in her own so, bubble. Right. The system is is not working right now, which makes which was why you hate and everybody that's why and everything. I hate everyone. And everything. Well, it's, That's it's like what was it Thursday morning or Friday morning? I was driving in and I was listening to Grassley, and it uh-huh. was Friday morning. And I called you and I was like, "I now need a personal day." It was so depressing. <laughs> it is. It is depressing. I can't. Josh you know Grassley's eighty-five years old. What is he still doing in the Senate? What is he still doing? Just retire, dude. Just Maybe, go away. Go sit in your it. stupid that, cornfield. That's 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 ageism. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am an what, ageist. I'm serious because hopefully when I'm 85, I'll still be lucid and I'll still want to be. When productive. you're 85, like, you'll can't. be going to Yankee games with me and we'll be sitting there bitching about everything. That's it. Wait, how is that any different than <laughs> that? <now? laughs> that's except, what I was about to say. But at least we'll be at the Yankee game. Except I'll be wearing the pens. Right? <laughs> I was just about to say I'll be complaining about my prostate. <laughs> Can you imagine sitting in a Yankee game wearing Depends? That's sad. That's mm. so sad. <laughs> oh, God. That's really sad. Wearing like an Aaron Judge T-shirt and your Depends. And those and those sensible walking shoes because it's hard to get uh, down to the seats. That's horrible. Now I'm even more depressed than I was at the beginning of this conversation. If that's at all possible. Oh my Damn God. It. <laughs> Damn it! Just kill me. And now I'm in. And now I'm incontinent too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maybe something. Not anything. Locks wouldn't cure. Mm. Cured locks? Did Ugh. you say? We have locks. We have locks here. You have. You have locks from last week still. It's in the freezer. Say what? <laughs> it's in the freezer. You have locks in the freezer. We have locks in the freezer. Frozen locks. <laughs> So Dude, if you come if to brunch at my house in the next year, it's going to be and locks is served. It's going to be very suspect. You're going to be like, "Hmm, is this frozen locks from Maddie's bot mitzvah?" I'm bringing my own. <laughs> this is why I'm bringing my own locks to the house again you, next time. And when you if when, there's anything, it, when you're nominated to the a, Supreme Court, the question yeah. isn't going to be about oh, beer. It's going to be it's going to be about locks. Now, Mr. Rothschild, how much locks have you eaten? 
I like lox. <laughs> Have you ever eaten so much lox like you've been lox. thirsty for three days afterwards? I like lox. <laughs> Mr. Rothschild, do you for ever I- go to Barney Greengrass and eat lox and eggs and onions? <laughs> I can't recall. <laughs> I think the real question is, do you ever go to Barney Greengrass, eat lox, uh, eggs, eggs and onions, and not pay for it? <laughs> Have you ever not paid for it? I don't think so. Oh, those guys would kill you. I mean, that's no, my safe space, but those guys are mean. Yeah. You can't walk out of there. Oh, no, 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 um, no, 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 Without paying. No, they you pay, you put your head down, well you kind of bow down, and you pay. It's as, like as the as privilege well of paying yeah. at Barney Greengrass. You have the privilege of paying. Yeah. The privilege of paying for what will be one of the best breakfasts you'll have. Oh, God, I need it. I'm getting hungry now. I need it. You know what I'm not hungry for, though? What? Frozen locks. (laughs) What am I going to do, man? There was so much locks. There was so much locks left over. How many days in a row did you eat it? You know what? I I ate locks Saturday, Sunday. Right. I sat Uh at the kiddest lunch. Sunday at brunch, Monday morning yeah. with breakfast. Then, and, and yeah. simultaneously, I was working on the whitefish salad. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I texted you. Fish. I was like, what? I can't eat a bagel every day. I mean, it's like that's eating eight slices you of have bread. A bagel with that. So what do I eat? You, it with? Never, you never responded to my suggestions, though, about what to Crudite? eat. Crudite? That just seems wrong. Yeah. Why? And that was very Paris? sophisticated of you. Crudite. I know. I know. It's like a word that I almost never use. I think I learned it from my wife. Michelle Put the crudite on the credenza like, and dip it. I'm like, what are you little... talking about? That's cut, that's cut vegetables. <laughs> She's like, right, crudite. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> you can't is, eat crudite. Is it, is it, what's a crudite? <laughs> I think that's what I asked yeah, Lauren, cr- Lauren once. What's a crudite? A, cr- a crudite. It's a crudite. <laughs> I was like, is it canapé or canap? Anyway, <laughs> so... Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel sad about the, the frozen locks, this, though. It makes me sad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is there anything... I think my mom suggested it, because she freezes milk. What? Oh, if there's anything worse than Maryland locks, it's frozen Maryland locks. <laughs> it was good. You didn't complain when you were eating it. It was. Uh, of course not, because it was actually good. <laughs> right. I don't, think, I don't think Mitchell got it at Costco. I think he's the real deal. I know he's the real deal. <laughs> Mitchell is the real deal. He's a New York Jew transplanted to suburban Washington, D.C. I don't know whether he's like from you. New York, though. I think oh. he's from here. Oh, he, but he doesn't have one of those trained. gnarly... He doesn't have one of those gnarly Maryland accents. Like, ooh, own. Orioles. I love the Orioles. They're my own team. I don't, I don't really know what... That, that doesn't sound like anything. <laughs> I'm telling Mar- I, I mean... No, there's a, Mar- there's a real Maryland accent. Our, our gardener has it. Hi, Steve. Oh. How about them Orioles? Um, You're like, I like the Yankees. They no, no, he always asks face. me. He always says me. He's like, ah, damn Yankees, they'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, dude, do I know you? I love Mr. Allinger. He's the man. You should tell him, you should tell him the back of the like day. He's like 100, Anderson and he still does, he still should, is a gardener. What? You should tell him back in the day Brady Anderson was juicy. <laughs> no, he's, he's, uh, he hates, he hates what's happened in baseball. He's like, why did I pay him so much? 
And you're trying to explain to him, well, in the the market dictates the salaries that they're going to receive. I don't want to tell him that because that. he's actually quite affordable, and I don't want my gardening oh, fees nice. to go. Oh, so you don't want to explain to him uh, <laughs> economics because he may actually. Hey, he's actually a businessman. He should know these things. Yeah, he may actually tell you that uh, you're getting too good of a deal, and he's going to uh, double his his fee to trim your lawn. Dude, so wait, let me ask yeah. you a question. Can we go back to the Supreme Court? Judge Kavanaugh, uh, Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Don't say that. Who's like two and a half years older than me. Um, he's accomplished a lot more than I have, I'll tell you that. <laughs> he's done, yeah, <laughs> so, destructively. So his reasoning... He's also on the Supreme Court. Yeah. What have I done recently? <laughs> well, you've recorded, this is the fourth episode of the MN that's, Corner, third season. That's, that's third something. Se- third season? Yeah. And we got two seasons under our belt. Yeah, so like, what are you talking about? Anyway... Okay, go go. You're on. the I conscience feel of the nation. No, so, so Brett Kavanaugh, he is his not the reasoning on guns is AR-15s and other military-style weaponry is yeah. perfectly legal and cannot be restricted under the Second Amendment because they're so widely owned. Because they're so widely owned, that's that's the test. So by that reasoning, if someone, if if all of a sudden, because we, we have no gun, reasonable gun control in this country, people start buying like rocket propelled grenades, and they're widely I have owned. Like a few of those. There's no I have a few of <laughs> no those. seriously like that's the that's the logical conclusion of his reasoning. As long as it's widely well, owned, it's legal under the I Second mean, Amendment. It can't be restricted under the Second Amendment. Is that the most egregious of his rulings and judgments? I, I mean, that is, I think to me, that is demented. I think it's pretty egregious. Well, I mean, I think, the, the widely I think owned pretty, test. Well, I think it's pretty clear that he's demented. I think we need to give, I think we need to give military assault style weaponry to young black men and see how quickly yeah, all these people that, change their tune. Well, we'd have gun control. <laughs> Instantly. Instantly. George Soros should give out <laughs> to African Americans. I'm gonna put that uh, African Americans from the age of fifteen to twenty nine. We would have gun control dear, overnight. Dear Uncle George, <laughs> attached please find my latest invoice <laughs> plus plus a suggestion. <laughs> Your I mean, it's friend, widely owned, though. Widely owned. Your, Suddenly your they would change their minds. Co- your friend and co-religionist, Brad Rothschild. <laughs> do you think there are... Do you think there are, Do you think there are a lot of black kids at Georgetown Prep in the in the early 80s partying with Brett? Um, no. <laughs> do you know what? I, I got really scared. So. I, I went and I looked at the J- Plainview JFK Observer 1986 uh-huh. to see what I put in there. It turns out I quoted Carly Simon. I don't know how that happened. I must have called Julie at college and said, I need a quote. I need, like, last words. And she's like, oh, Carly Simon. Because <laughs> I definitely quote? did not. I did not listen to Carly Simon on my sweet car stereo on my Toyota Corolla. Sure you didn't. <laughs> sure you didn't. Your quote was, you're so vain, you're you so probably think the song is about you. <laughs> I'm telling you. Or a- anticipation. 
I'm, I got really nervous. I was like, what did I, what did is I it, say? Is it nobody? The other quote was, nobody does it better. No, I'll tell you what the quote is. Carl, Hold Carl on a second, I'll tell you. There's, there's no doubt this was a Julie Cook production because there's, I, I can't imagine that I knew this song. Here it is. Hold on. And tomorrow we might not be together. I'm no prophet. I don't know nature's way. So I'll try and see into your eyes right now and say right here and say right here because these are the good old days. <laughs> that is an 18-year-old you trying to appear sensitive <laughs> and wise. Oh my God! All at once. What well, you should have quoted David Lee Roth. I know. I mean, true, that would would that yourself. would have been in character. However, yeah, but I'm, I'm sure I probably tried. This makes me sad for you. But my mother and yeah. father were monitoring me. You see, that's the other thing Kavanaugh put in his ear. But my parents would never. They would have been like, "No way." I remember my father be like, yeah. "You never know when that follows you to, to you know in your, your life." Father's a smart man. Your fa- I know that you wanted to put I live my life like there's no tomorrow <laughs> And all I have I had to steal <laughs> Least I don't need to beg or borrow That is Yes, I'm living at a pace that kills <laughs> That's exactly That was the original quote That was the original that quote That was the original quote <laughs> Until your father was like Stephen, no <laughs> Do you know that You're right like, before Fine, we- I'll put the Carly si- I'll put the Carly Simon in Alright, you happy now? <laughs> no, I think I think Actually what happened was I, I don't know for sure, but I can imagine that I wanted to do something like that. And then it got it, it, some idea kind of along those lines got ixnade. And so I had to call Julie, who took out the um, the album liner yeah. and pulled out something from a Carly Simon thing. Yeah. That's so sweet. Way to go, Jules. So Saving my Supreme Court Thanks. nomination. <laughs> for now. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Wait until they bust out your camp, your camp uh, yearbook. <laughs> then you'll be dead. Or find out that I froze locks. Seriously, that, that is could be that could be. The, right is, you think that's the most itself. egregious thing I've done? I barely want to do the show again with you. After <laughs> I'm really disappointed and upset. I don't know what to tell you. This this makes me sad. I was sad <laughs> at the beginning. I'm sadder now. <laughs> You know what I'm really mad about? We didn't come home from the party with the pork sliders. Man. Yeah. So you'd have frozen that shit, too? No, I would have eaten that late at night. No, you'd have frozen it. No, 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 no. no. I would have come home from the hot mitzvah and eaten it. All right. On that that happy note, we're out. Things can only get worse, folks. Go out and vote. Hey, they still get worse. They They still get worse, so go out and vote. Vote. Vote, right. vote, vote. We're out. Except for the Republicans listening. Yeah, Don't you guys vote. stay home. Okay. Bye. Stay home. Mom, stay home. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>